0: Hello, welcome to the Waste of Webspace podcast, episode 79. Starring Jimbo. And Fisher. And how are you doing, Fisher? All good? I'm very good, thank you. How about you? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Uh, we have entitled this episode, episode 79, obviously, Tub Trumping, We Get Locked Down. Uh, now, this is kind of a, for a couple of reasons. First of all, um, of course, it's... Um, well, first of all, uh, because of Trump, and the fact he's uh, no longer going to well, looks like he's no longer going to be president. I mean, they might have a fight to get him out, but um, so tub trumping. And then the second reason, because we were back in lockdown since the last episode, so we wanted to go with we get Locked Down. And this was from your idea, were not it, Fisher? For this one, so you even it was, yeah. f- you even featuring this week's uh, song slightly. If you if you want to watch it, uh, well, you I'll listen, listen to it. it. Have yeah? you done a video for it as well? I've not. I've not done a video for it. Uh, no, I've not. I've not got round to doing that. But are we ready then? Episode seventy nine, tub trumping. We get locked down. Sing it, chins. We'll be singing. We get locked down, but we get out again. But then they're gonna lock us down. We get locked down, but we get out again. But then they're gonna lock us down. We get locked down, but we get out again. But then they're gonna lock us down. We get locked down, but we get out again. But then they're gonna lock us down. Bojo, Bojo, Bojo Can't have a whiskey drink, can't have side
1: drinks Can't have a long drink, can't have a hot drink Can't go to
0: the pub to remind us of the good times, and we can't go to the pub to have the best time Bojo, Bojo We get locked down, we go again But then they're gonna lock us down, we get locked down Get out again, but then they're gonna lock us down. We get locked down, but we get out again, but then they're gonna lock us down, we get locked down, but we get out again, but then they're gonna lock us down. So there you go. Uh, did you enjoy featuring in that one for sure? Oh, that
1: was very good. It's good, job You didn't do a video, I was in pyjamas when I uh, recorded that until you on uh, Sunday morning last week, was it? <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's that's how it kind of works, anyway, because uh, obviously we've got all this going on with the American election and then we're locked down again as well. How are you finding it so far? Are you tearing your hair out yet? No, it's been like, I've, I've I've teared part of my beard out. Look, see that? Yeah. I'm, so what, I'm trialing that. So, what's the purpose for the goatee then?
1: Uh, well, to be fair, it's going to be it's going to be November, isn't it? So I'm going to shave the the goatee part of it. I'm just going to leave the mustache as of next week. Okay. Think, uh, so is this your we can is, go this, back to... is, is this your breaking news? Yes, uh, maybe. Yeah, a little bit. Um... There you go. Well, I just think it was a simpler time, wasn't it? Sort of <laughs> five, ten years ago, when you could just enjoy growing a mustache in November. Uh, like, Do you want to sponsor me, Jimbo?
0: Uh, I'll sponsor you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm going to sponsor you to not shave. Uh, no, just to have a mustache. Oh, right, okay. Um, it's not for charity or anything. <laughs> Imagine how much money someone like Nigel Mansell or Des Lineman have made. Yeah. If they just did, it all, they did it all year, all year round. Around. Yeah. Yeah. They'd have exactly. made a fortune.
1: Um, so that, that, that's been a bit of breaking news. Another bit of breaking news is uh, I've got some buns, Jimbo. Oh, yeah. Uh, my wife Vicky's made. Um, I'm not sure if you can see those. Uh, the buns, but they've also got kind of like little tools on top of them. So one's got a hammer, uh, a nail, and some ladders. The other one's got a spanner, a drill, when you a said... nail,
0: and a sword. When, when you said, uh, I've got some... Buns with some tools on top of them. I thought you were going to have a Boris Johnson and a Donald Trump bun.
1: Uh, unfortunately, not. Uh, there's one for me and one for you, but unfortunately, uh, due to lockdown restrictions, we can't see each other, so I'm just going to, have to eat them both. <laughs> this seems very unfair. Nowadays, we've got to. I've got to try and save the NHS, haven't I? Yeah. Um. So anyway. So what's, what's,
0: what's been happening with you, Jimbo? Uh. Well, I it's it's obviously Remembrance Sunday. Give a quick shout out to that. So we need to make sure we've got our poppies on. Uh, I can see you've yep. got yours on. So my breaking news is: so my little girl Ada, three years old, um, she's at nursery now. She's made me this. It's a she's nursery. Now. She's at nursery now. It's a weekend. She should be no, looking not, after it a weekend. Not, not to her off to nursery. Not right now. But, oh okay. But yeah, so she's uh, uh, she's made me a poppy to wear. So I've got a okay. remembrance poppy. Uh, Sunday. I mean, I can't believe the teaching about the war to three-year-old. Well, you've got, to, you've got to teach them early, haven't you? You've got to teach them early. can't yeah. forget this sort of stuff. I think they're telling them, I think rather than talking about the tanks and the explosions and everything, they're talking about uh, and the and the Blitz. I think they they say they talk about how it's about remembering people, which obviously what's remembering Sunday is all about. Unless we forget, uh, we're remembering those today as well, aren't we, Fisher? And we'll talk a bit more about that later on. We um, yeah, indeed. So, uh, are we are we moving forward? Yeah, should we have drinks? Let's have drinks, okay. So what have you got then, Fisher? Uh,
1: I've got uh, some Denver Milk Stout uh, that I got from the Asda. Uh, it's made by... Well, it's, a, it's a bit uh, A bit topical as well because it's uh, a little bit... Um, well, I suppose Denver, obviously, place in America, so obviously ties in a bit to the American election. Guess what the name of the company is called that makes it? Uh, possibly appropriate for Trump. It's made uh, by
0: Badco. <laughs> I thought it was uh, like something also, like I Saw like, Loser or something.
1: Yeah, interestingly, I was uh, looking at the back of it in terms of where it's brewed in can. It says specifically brewed for Asda. Um, the can is black and white, yep. um, although the uh, former president says I, I prefer the white. I prefer the white. Um, it's made at Dishforth Airfield in North Yorkshire, which I'm fairly sure is an RAF place. So, uh, I- as obviously, in honour of Remembrance Day, we're drinking something that has been made at an RAF airfield. So, right. thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh but also shouldn't have to be actually working at this point, you know, instead of spending your time <laughs> brewing. I mean so our armed forces are meant to be there to protect the nation, not um, Have we got enough we've got enough milk stout? We've got a milk stout. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think we've got milk stout. Oh so that's uh, that's what I've got. So how about yourself?
0: I've got I have got so I, I went to great effort for my drink this week. So I have got a bottle of silver block you see that all right, silverback blonde. And it's from yep. the Gorilla Brewing Co. Um, which is in Mexborough. And they are in new, well, newish. I'd probably say about maybe less than six months old as a, as a brewery, as a company. Um, So they started kind of at a difficult time, really. Um, But they're based in Mexborough, just by uh, the canal. And they've got like a nice outdoor seating area, obviously, which can't be utilised at the minute. Um, but in the summer, it's going to be a nice place to go for a drink. Um, But yeah, one of them, um, well, maybe a couple of them, but one of the, the people who, uh, who run this brewery uh, are a Wednesday fan. So a big shout out to them as well, because... Uh, we're, we're Wednesday fans too. We, we probably need to mention that later too, don't we? For the old uh, Sheffield. Well, Wednesday. we're Wednesday fans. Yeah, it's been a good week yeah, for us, hasn't we?
1: Big news with, uh, with our minus twelve point structure has been cut in half, hasn't it? It has it's only minus six now, so we're uh, I think we're into positive points. Well, we're actually off,
0: off the bottom of the table. Would you believe? Twenty third. Yeah, which is good because guess guess what? We're above United because they're 24th. No, 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 oh, no, hey. twenty fourth. No, there's only twenty. No, there's only twenty. Quite. don't even. Now there's only that. Doesn't even work either. That's the love of us because there's, tw- there's only twenty teams in Premiership. Yeah, oh, well, <laughs> um. well, that went that didn't work, did it? Never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Silverback Blonde, um, and I did have a bottle of not this one, but their other ver- uh, their other drink yesterday. Which well, they've got a few different ones, but they had an IPA, six percent IPA uh, called Kong, and I had that one yesterday. I've even got a glass so that we can look at the colour because normally I've been a bit lazy and just drinking straight out of the bottle. Um, but Silverback Blonde, three point eight percent, so you could have a fair few of these without getting too wobbly. I suppose. Um, yeah, there you go. Looks very good, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks very nice, that. Huh? Mm. Um, have, have you been drinking much uh, during lockdown? Uh, uh, I've, I've had a little bit during lockdown, yeah. All right, right, fair enough. Just, it's only been a few days, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's worth, yeah. So, yeah, good.
1: I thought you were going to tell me about your other podcast, Jimbo. I oh, know what you've been doing.
0: Yeah, I've got another podcast for sure. I know. I've seen it. <laughs> so... Um, well, so because I, I enjoy having a beer and, you know, um, we're back in lockdown and stuff, I thought I'd uh, start a little, a little, you know, remember you did your blog back in about 2012? You tried to do it every single day. Yeah. I'm kind of do, trying to do something similar, but do it as a an audio blog because I'm not very good at writing and I can't bother to write. All yeah, right. So uh, about, yeah, probably about, um, and it's got a bit of music in it as well, using the new um, spot, uh, Anchor with Music platform so you can get a... Podcast onto Spotify that features music as well. Uh so but it's a it's a bit about beer, it's a bit about just general chat, a couple of funny news stories. Of course, like to give the Waste of Web Space podcast a mention every now and again. Um so yeah, that's a, a weekly little well, a daily thing I try and do through the week, see how long I can keep it going, it's a bit of a challenge through lockdown. Um up to episode seven already, I think. So if you want to have a listen to that, check it out on Spotify, Ail and Audio.
1: Why, why would I want to listen to that, Jimbo? Why would I want to listen to my husband cheating on me? <laughs> you're, you're wel- their own podcast.
0: You're welcome <laughs> on it as well, Fisher. Really? Yeah. What I've I mentioned doing? you a few times. Yeah. Not in a good way, no. but I've mentioned you. Because <laughs> I, I can't wait to this podcast and get on
1: something else. So yeah, let's, let's go for the other one instead. Alien audio till I die. There we go. So there we go.
0: Let's move on. <laughs> So, um, what do you want to do first? Which, which bit? We've got a couple of running up bits first, haven't we, that we, we need to get onto. So, are we going to do, what do we want to do first? I mean, it's a tough choice, isn't it? Do you want to do sex tape? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or do you want to do joke we should have done last week?
1: Uh, I was going to say, should we do show and tell, but never mind. Okay. Um, should we talk about sex type? Go on then. Uh, John Leslie's sex tape um, so, is featured sex tape this week.
0: Should we, should we mention, so just to remind people who might be just tuning in for the first time or maybe not didn't catch us last week or whatever, um, we, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago Hulk Hogan's sex tape, didn't we? Just in one of our quizzes. And because of that, we ended up getting quite a lot of hits, didn't we? So we thought, let's mention a sex ta- tape each week and see if we can increase our listenership and viewership just by mentioning a sex tape each week and then tagging that sex tape. As it happens, we mentioned Kim Kardashian's last week. I not done too well. And I think, I think the reason is that she's so really popular. Yeah, I, th- I think the reason is she's so popular. So everyone's seen it already. So no one was really searching for it. Whereas when we in the past when we've done things like Hulk Hogan and we even mentioned Paul Jewell's sex tape back in the day, didn't we, for some reason? I don't know what, why we mentioned yeah. that, but we did. Um, there was a rumour of an alleged sex tape featuring Paul Jewel, but that seems to still get some of our web hits, doesn't it, for some reason? So we need to be a bit more obscure, don't we?
1: We do. So uh, this, this week we've gone for John Leslie. Um, according to Wikipedia, John <laughs> Leslie is a, a former presenter of British TV programme Blue Peter and This Morning. I bet it, he, I bet he it he is created, blue and all. Exactly. He created a blue sex type, I believe, um, which featured himself receiving oral sex from his nurse girlfriend, Abby Titmuss. Um I'm not sure what she, whether she was trying to give him some medical assistance there. Who knows? <laughs> um, is that so how she became famous? The straight out of him. Uh, I, I think that's pretty much how she became famous. Yeah, John Leslie's girlfriend. Uh, I think she appeared with him in court quite a lot when he was charged with various uh, various offences. Um and he also filmed Titmus performing and receiving oral sex from another woman or with another woman. So there we go. Uh I I actually heard someone mention Abby Titmus a couple of weeks ago and uh, they got their name wrong and I, I only heard this in the background, uh, and I just almost burst out laughing in control of it what they call Abby Titmus. Do, do you want to guess what the they referred to Abby Titmus as? Um I'm guessing they got it horribly wrong. Uh well, th- Having the name Abby Titmus is quite embarrassing in the first place, isn't it, really? Your surname Titmus. But well, this person called her uh, Abby Tittimus. <laughs> so I thought, man, it's probably one of the few ways you can make that word even worse than it is already. <laughs> so that's uh, that's John Leslie and Abby Titmus' sex
0: type. There we go. See if that gets us any hits. <laughs> So it is now time for joke we should have done last week. Now, last week in our Halloween special, I mentioned... um, I did a great joke, actually. I mentioned about a lady who got into trouble with her neighbours for having a uh, display. So like a a sort of like um, display in her front garden of skeletons um, in a strip club. So that was like her Halloween display. Um... So I mentioned at the time that neighbours were complaining because uh, that skeleton strip club was giving um, the neighbour's husband a boner. Uh, but then what I also should have said is that she tried to defend herself, the neighbour, who had created this uh, skeleton strip club display, saying actually it wasn't a display, it was actually a real strip club. Um, the problem was is that the real strip club um, was struggling for staff because a lot of the dancers had, uh, had to isol- self-isolate because they got symptoms of COVID-19. So they were down to a skeleton staff. There you go. Uh, and yeah. speaking of Halloween displays, I went down to Silkston last week uh, with my daughter. Um, we went to see the skelet- uh, the, the sort of pumpkin uh, scarecrow displays that people have put out in Silkston um, around the sort of primary school area and up the sort of main high street. And it was brilliant, really good. And there was even, and I tweeted it from our, and shared it from our Instagram account as well, the Waste of Webspace account. There, it, there was a Boris Johnson um, scarecrow sort of thing in a spider's web surrounded by strands of coronavirus, which I thought was a very good and creative display. So a big yeah. shout-out to Silkston for that uh, great effort last week.
1: Yeah, uh, well done. Um, obviously, the uh, it wasn't that lifelike because the scarecrow was uh, nowhere near as scruffy as Boris Johnson is. <laughs>
0: Okay, so now it's time for show and tell. Now it's time for show and tell. Um, my show and tell item this week is
1: one of these. The gym called an iPad.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Um, it's quite an old iPad, this actually, and it's my iPad. Yep. Um, well, actually, it might be work's iPad, but you know, it's an iPad that I've got. To, um, I'm, I'm the custodian of. Um, and what I, want, what I want to say is, uh, what did I use this iPad for last week? There are two options. <laughs>
0: hmm. um, it's not anything to do know, with not anything to do with John Leslie and Avi Titmuss's sex tape, is it?
1: Well, it's funny you should mention that, actually, because this does have a camera on it. Um, no, it's nothing to do with that. So is it, and, and I've got, I've got the details to scenarios written down on my iPad as well. And what's all that about? What about joined up communications? Is it that using this iPad, I appeared in the audience on last week's mock of the week? If you press the pause on iPlayer, you can see me on the zoom screen. at about one minute and 15 seconds. <laughs> or is it using this iPad, I host a zoom quiz last week. It featured around. Where I rap the lyrics to various well-known hip
0: hop songs. Right. Okay. Um. So first of all, the first one. Then you. T- what did you say it was? Uh, Mock the week. Mock the week. And they've got like a, a sort of vi- they've got like a, a video audience now. Is that right? Uh,
1: they have a video audience. Although they do, they did also have people uh, sat in the audience who were socially distanced, But was also a video audience element to it.
0: Yeah. It's clear. I mean, have you seen? Have you seen what WWE do? Um I think they call it the Thunderdome. So now they've got yes. like an arena that's surrounded by screens of sort of fans. Um but I haven't haven't there been some issues with this where they've 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 had like people swearing or stuff like that at the camera or all sorts of different things going off, haven't they? I think.
1: Presume so. And also I think one of the slight problems with the WWE doing is it is that the microphones pick up the contestants talking to each other. like ah, yeah. drowned out by all the crowd noise. Yeah. Um, so I
0: think that causes a bit of a problem. Right. Um also how did you get? So how did this happen? How did you manage to get? I'm gonna look. I'm, my poppy's here, but it's really, to, it's not really, it's not really attachable. So I'm gonna put it down now. Okay. But there you go. There's Ada's poppy. Uh, I'll I'll hold it up again later when we remember, remember, uh, talk about Remembrance Sunday. Um, but how did you get onto this show then? Because there must have been a bit of a process, like a a sort of um, I don't know, some sort of like process that you had to apply, and it might have took a while. I don't I don't know how did how did that happen. Uh, I saw an advert on Twitter saying that uh, that Dar O'Brien retweeted.
1: It said, eh, if you want to apply for tickets for Mark the Week, eh, <laughs> um, you can click on this link, uh, which also includes the Zoom audience. So I clicked on that. And I, I often apply for tickets to various BBC um, shows, particularly if they're recorded around here. Um, and I've been to a few radio recordings um, of radio programs that have been on, on around here. And with it being... On her sort of taking place via Zoom, I've um, applied for quite a lot more tickets and that sort of stuff. I sort of didn't think anything of it, but I got an email through for the second week saying you can appear as a guest on this recording. Well, not as a guest. Uh, in the audience, obviously. I got a bit excited when it said guest and I read you that. Thought I you thought you might be on, on the on. panel. Yeah. 78 episodes of the uh, Wasted Web Space podcast, then yeah, I can get on there eventually. Uh, no, you, you can appear in the audience. So, yeah, went on to Zoom, clicked on it and joined and just sort of sat there and watched the uh, live recording of it
0: great um and did, so you was on there for a little bit how many how many seconds of screen time do you get? did you get uh probably just under one uh no probably <laughs> pro- about one or two seconds it
1: kind of flashed to the zoom screen and said there's a zoom audience, and I mean it took me a while to kind of get into character for this, but I went like this <laughs> and waved. and that was it what what were you uh, what were you wearing uh it was just a normal it was a shirt similar to this, it was actually a white one um no poppy um and yeah, just just normal. Normal clouds. I didn't bother with the headphones or microphone because obviously I was just purely uh, purely participating as a, as an audio. And has, this been uh, bro- well,
0: has it been broadcast yet?
1: Uh, yeah, it was on, so not last Thursday, but a week before that. So
0: when was it recorded then?
1: Uh, it was recorded on Tuesday night, ready for the Thursday Oh, so it's that quick broadcast. quick turnaround then? Yes, yeah, so it's a couple of days. I suppose days they have to yeah.
0: be, don't they, because they have to be topical, don't they, for the, the news that's going off at the time as well.
1: Yeah, which obviously must be must be quite difficult from I mean, this week's episode. Yeah. Um but with that <laughs> said, to be fair, I mean, if you're trying to do stuff about the American collection at that point you didn't really know one anyway, so it doesn't make yeah. any difference.
0: Okay, and then the second one then, if you are claiming that you did a rap round for your Zoom quiz and you did some yeah. rapping to some songs and they had to guess what it were, um, why have you not done any rapping for the start of our podcast? You know that I make a big effort each week to do a new a new song for the a parody song for the start of our episodes. Why has this never been done by you before? Why have you never rapped for us before? Uh, you have never asked me. I'm asking you now. Uh, well, if you want in future, if this is true, I can consider doing a bit of rapping for you. I think it's one genre we've not covered yet. We've kind of we've done quite a few things, haven't we? We've kind of what well, we did a bit of we did a bit of Britpop today, I suppose, didn't we? With uh, tub thumping, um, but we've done a bit of uh, we've done eighties. We've done. We've done a bit. We had a bit of a dance music, didn't we? At one point, if you remember, Barnard Castle yeah, in the Sky. Barnard Castle in the Sky. Yeah. We, we've done a bit of everything. So I think rap's something we haven't really covered. Rap and hip hop, I haven't really covered yet for the start of oh, our I, episode. So I can do both, as well as grime. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you yeah. Get uh, no, you've not asked me yet. Well. Okay. So, so I done it. in that case, if to, to if this is going to be believable that you did this rapping, then I mm. want to see some rapping right now. I want to see an example of what you did. So if you if nah, you're saying if you're saying you've got any examples on the iPad then I want like a couple of lines of rap. No, nah, I don't really think that's
1: appropriate to be honest Jimbo. Um, although if it, if it is true I will play a bit of rapping or alternatively I will show you the screenshot of me on on Mock of the Week. Okay. So... But I don't, I don't want to rap now. It's it's Remembrance Day. Have a bit of respect Jimbo. <laughs>
0: I'm not I'm not asking you to to rap about anything inappropriate. That is the, what the vast majority of rap songs are, unfortunately. Right. Okay. Uh, right. I'm going to make a decision then. I reckon okay. the truth there is that you is that you were on Mock the Week. But then again, I start to think you would have shouted more about this and made more of a fuss about it. i not seen any tweets from you. Maybe you were keeping it secret so that you could do this feature, though. So in that case, I'm going to go. I am going to say it was Mock the Week. Okay. And you'd be wrong. <laughs> So that means you're going to have to show me some rap now and show me some proof.
1: Okay. Um, so on this iPad, uh, do, do you want to actually, well, the round was actually called, um, well, we've got someone on the Zoom quiz that we do on a Friday night it was quite a big fan of rap and hip-hop music and he complained to him to do the music round that all the music is rubbish. It's just normal rock music, indie music, is pop that, music, whatever. Is that your dad again? Uh, it's, I know, he's terrible, isn't it? Um, <laughs> So I thought for the Couldn't round... Couldn't find anything we'll do, to rhyme with Schweppes. Exactly. It was. Uh, I thought that what we would do is I would rap the lyrics to various well-known rap songs. Uh, I'm not. I don't know if you maybe want to play along with this one. Uh, so I think this one is from 2000, 2009, I think this, mm. and it's a song by a UK hip-hop artist who is also an MBE, I think. So I'm going to play this for you.
0: Okay. I, I, I think, think I know it. it. Get, get the at I know exactly who that is. Okay, who was it? It was me. Oh, was it? Oh yeah. no, no, I was going to say, is it Wagner from the X Factor? No, um, no, quite not. It's it's, D- it's Dizzy Fisher, of course. It's Dizzy Dizzy, my old mate, Dizzy Rascal. Very good. Uh, do you know what the song was called? It, it Dirty Money, I think. Dirty I think Cash, dis- Dirty Cash. Very good, Fisher. Uh, you think you deserve you. another round of applause for that one? You. Are, you, are we going to get to you any more in the coming weeks?
1: Uh, we, can possibly, we can possibly do that. I've got another four or five songs uh, recorded on there. Let's, ha- let's, what keep, I would say is, let's keep them back for a few, few... Yeah. What I would say is that uh, the language that they use in some of these songs is nothing short of disgraceful. I mean, <laughs> some of the words I've decided to, to, to competently complete their apps really was... Uh, I was unhappy with it. Oh, piss there off. We go. Piss off, fish.
0: Probably shouldn't have said that at, um, what is it? What time are we on? Uh, 10 to 1. Mm, a bit naughty yeah, this right. time of day. Piss. We're already it's drinking too bad, is me. it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I chose I chose a, a borderline swear word, knowing that what time it was. Um, anyway, it's time. Are we going to look at the... Uh, oh, oh it's, my, it's my go, isn't it? So I, I've got to get on with it. So, um, now, you. we pointed out last week, didn't we, in our headline of the week, um, an event that had been cancelled due to COVID, and it was UK Sausage Week, weren't it? Which is featured in our... Early episodes of the Waste of Web Space podcast, is that right?
1: Uh, that is correct. Yeah, we did a we did a quiz about sausages, didn't you? We did, yeah. I, actually, talking about uh, headline of the week, we uh, we missed an opportunity. We identified the headline of the week, I think, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, I'm not sure if you want to. Do you want Do you want to ask the first question? I'll jump back on with the headline of the week when I found <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> no worries. So what we're doing then is we are. Well, I've got a quiz for you, Fisher based on okay. UK events, and we're talking UK events here cancelled by COVID-19 now it's up to you to tell me which of these are real events and which ones I've made up okay there's 12 altogether. all right so which ones of these are real which ones are fake and they are UK events I could probably do an international version of this quiz as well by the way so they're events held in the UK um they might be international events as in many people from outside of the UK may have attended them but these are all events hosted in the UK is that all right? So, yep. Can I just I'm going jump in with the headline of the week, actually? Because it it. Sort of
1: links in. It links into sausages, which we just mentioned. Uh, and the headline of the week was from BBC World News uh, last Monday or Sunday. I can't remember which it was. Uh, Monday, I think, 2nd of second uh, of November. And the headline said, Russian oligarch, nicknamed the Sausage King, killed in sauna with crossbow. <laughs> there are just so many things about that that ask <laughs> more questions, really, aren't there? <laughs> um, well, that's the story of, funnily enough, uh, a wealthy Russian person who got killed in mysterious circumstances. We need to what find out. We need to
0: find out why he's called the Sausage King as well. Exactly. Um, so anyway, carry, let's carry on. All right then. So here are your events. Then you need to know. Basically, tell me if these events are real or fake. Uh, I've got a bit of background on each one as well. Okay. So first of all, Nude Fest in Somerset. The UK's biggest naturist festival includes a 5k and 10k run, um, includes crafts, fitness, archery, yoga, body painting, live music, even a climbing wall, walks, and of course, what 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 is it that what is it about nudists that means they feel the need, they have to go on a space opera? Um, oh, uh, I don't know what it is, but anyway, space opera races as well. So what yeah. do you reckon, real uh, or fake? Well, I think,
1: uh, well it's, it's quite popular nudism, I think, isn't it? And they do have these gatherings as well. Um, there was a nudist sports day a couple of years ago that ended in disaster when one bloke got pulled along in the, during the relay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I once went to a nudist, uh, nudist event and everyone stood up when the uh, guest actor came on and then they sat down and basically just sounded like they are giving them a huge round of applause when that happened. <laughs> um, so is that real or fake? I think it in Somerset. Because I, I was actually reading something about a water park that have a specialist nude event. On sort of like on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning or something, everyone gets together for a few hours and swims around without any clothes on uh, once a year. So
0: I, I think I, I think that's real. I say it's real. You are correct. That is the naked truth. That is a real one. Have you ever been uh, Have you ever been uh, nudist beaches or anything like that yourself? Uh, yeah, but I was wearing clouds. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, I haven't. No. The, yeah, so have you- you- it's a, I haven't, no, it's a, not for me. Uh, but it's a It's a real one, yep. So the chairman of the nudist event, actually, was allegedly very disappointed at being told he'd got to cancel the event this year. They'd gone to great lengths um, to make sure social distancing could be observed, and he spent a lot of money. Uh, he's quoted as saying, it's disappointing the local council asked us to cancel this year, um, yet many of their own events are continuing. The bare cheeks of it, um, <laughs> is what they said.
1: So... Um. Well, I suppose it's not the bare face cheeks of it that meant it was called
0: off. <laughs> would you be would you be allowed to wear a mask? Exactly. Yeah. Good. Good point. Were you allowed to? Apparently, you were allowed to wear shoes and socks, which really? again is not yeah. not not exactly one hundred percent naked. Is it? Yeah. Anyway.
1: I suppose my. Um, the, the way to make this safer would be to wear a full hazmat suit. You would have thought. But mm. well, then that might just defeat the object of being naked.
0: Yeah. Anyway, oh. next the Wilmslow Knitting Convention. This annual knitting convention in Wilmslow, not too far from Macclesfield, usually features various prize categories, including hats, cardigans, jumpers, baby clothes, but also the very popular and tongue-in-cheek category, willy-warmers. Real or
1: fake? (laughs) Um... Now, I, I, I can't claim a joke that you once told, which is that I, I once tweeted about going through a place called Wilmslow and you made some kind of reference to the fact that there was name of one of your relatives who wasn't particularly very quick at doing things. <laughs> um, Wilmslow, yeah. <laughs> um, so, obviously that probably works better if you know that your surname is Wilmshurst. Yeah. yeah as opposed to just pure, your, your name's not just Jimbo. No. So, uh, a knitting competition. I mean,
0: knitting is quite popular.
1: But well, I'm not sure why. I would it would Wilmslow be a particular place for doing knitting? Well, listen, I don't yeah, think. Macclesfield, I think
0: Macclesfield's known for the, well the, t- the in the club called the Silkmen. Silkmen is it? Macclesfield Football Club, and that's because uh, of their sort of like. previous cotton industries and things like that. Maybe I don't know.
1: Thought they were nowadays called the Bankrupt Men, weren't they? Because they've uh, recently yeah. closed down and gone out of business. <laughs> um, I well, obviously the cotton mills and stuff are quite popular that uh, that area of the UK. So well, isn't it? But Knitting? No, I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's fake. I'm going to say false.
0: There you go. Yep. There's no knitting annual knitting convention in Wilmslow, but they do. Did have a look, and they do have uh, lots of like mini knitting groups and societies. Um, they are quite a close knit community. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> number three. The Hallerton Bottle Kicking Contest. There are no rules to the bottle kicking, except there is no eye gouging, no strangling, and no use of weapons. There are three bottles, and the bottles are tossed in the air three times, signalling the start of the competition. The aim of the game is each team's got to move the bottles across a stream by any means possible, and it can get quite rough and violent.
1: Right, okay. Uh, a lot of places do have these very strange traditions, don't they? I mean, there there's, there's a cheese rolling place in um,
0: yeah, Gloucestershire, something like that. Don't worry, you're um, not, not going to ruin uh, any of the uh, quizzes here. There is a cheese rolling, and there's also yeah. like a, a street—it's like a street game of football, or something, isn't it? Where they've got to like get a—is it a ball or some sort of? Not quite a football. They've got to get something from one place. To, I can't remember where that is, uh-huh. but I've not, they're not included in this, qui- in this quiz. Bag. But yeah, they're, they're
1: yeah. Isn't there a place in Kettering where they uh, try and use a house pipe to squirt a barrel across a river suspended on a <laughs> zip wire? Um as well. These crazy things we do in Britain. Um so bottle bottle no, nah, I think bottle kicking, I think that's
0: I think that's false. I don't think that's happening. I've just realised I gave you the wrong sound effects, didn't I, for the last question? You actually got it right, but I played the wrong sound effect. But well done. Uh, No, you got that one wrong, though, because it is actually a real competition. So the Halton Bottle Kicking Contest is real. Uh, Regular competitors and attendees of the event were disappointed the organisers didn't protest more against the council's decision to ban the event, saying that they bottled it.
1: Hey, can I just say, I I, I would like a recount. I mean, (laughs) we don't know... People, people are getting answers. What's the answer? No one knows. No one knows. <laughs> they, they said I was wrong. It turns out I was right. I was right all along. I was right on that second question, but it was marked as incorrect. People don't know what's happening. Well, And if they'd have stopped the count after two questions, I would have got 100% correct. <laughs>
0: I'd next, have been right. hash brown eating championships in Carlisle, where competitors from around the country... Some from around the world meet to have a hash brown eating competition. There are also hash brown baking competitions with competitors attending to showcase their best hash brown recipes, including chili cheese hash browns and bacon flip. Hash
1: brown, I don't see that hash browns are that much of a skillful product to make, really. I mean, apologies to any people who make hash browns out there, but it's, it's a bit lower down in terms of, if you go to a butcher's, I'd say it's very much a, you know, not as much of a desirable product.
0: You I gotta think, have on, think, you, you can't not have hash brown on your proper breakfast, so can you? I, I it's 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 this, it's one of the main parts of it for me. One of my favourite parts is the hash brown. What's a hash brown though? Just potatoes and onions, isn't it? I think. No, just potatoes. I think, but sort of done in yeah, a right. certain way. But you can kind of add yeah. different blends to them and stuff. But I've always thought you know like they've got potato vans in town centres and stuff like that that sell sort of baked potatoes I've always thought I could have like a hash brown company van where you can kind of like put different toppings on your hash brown sandwiches and stuff like that I think it's just like a chip butty really isn't it I suppose so yeah Mm. but I just think that priority
1: goes to sausages and black pudding and all that sort of stuff pork pies maybe hash browns not so
0: so I'm going to say that's false and you would be correct well done yep completely made up that one Next, then, uh, the Festival of Worm Charming. This competition <sighs> takes place... <laughs> this competition is nothing to do with the nudist camp, either, by the way. Yeah. Uh, this competition takes place in Cheshire, and it is a contest to see how many worms you can encourage to come to the surface using any technique you see fit. Uh, this can include charming, grunting, and fiddling. Again, nothing to do with a uh, nude fest. Um, are the most popular methods to attract earthworms from the ground? Uh, the event started in 1980, and the world record for how many can get out, for one person to be able to get out of the ground, is 567 worms.
1: So, what the time scale for that is? How, how, how fast you got 500 and. Not sure i getting
0: I'm guessing it's possibly a day, but then festivals can be a bit longer, can't they? So, who knows? Maybe a couple of days. Why well, are you going to try and beat it? Uh, something to do or? during lockdown,
1: isn't it? Well, you're not allowed to leave your house, are you? I've, I've, got, I've not got worms under my carpet.
0: I think the best way is to kind of replicate rain, isn't it? Because that's why they come to the surface. So, you can yeah. sort of pattern um, on the grass or whatever.
1: Yeah. Would a bit of worm charm it now? No, I, I don't. I don't think that's. Even for people who are a bit unused and, and have got a strange interest, I don't think Worm Charming would be one of them, so, or particularly a festival of it, so I'm going to say that's fake.
0: No, it's real, that one, and I did a lot of research into this event and got kind of a bit distracted from planning the rest of this quiz because I ended up watching like loads of YouTube videos and doing lots of... Re- I, I ended up going down a proper wormhole, um, but in the end, <laughs> uh, I managed to get finished and, and get the quiz done. But no, that's real, that one. Next, then. A shin kicking contest. This takes place in the Cotswolds. Uh, the contest, which has taken place since 1612, sees two competitors kicking each other after filling their trouser legs with straw.
1: Sounds like quite a shindig. Hey. <laughs> so uh, I do apologise if you've already got that joke planned for reading out after the answers revealed. <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay. Uh, fill the trousers with straw and kick them. That's a bit strange, isn't it? I mean, what's the what's the point in doing that? You're potentially going to break each other's legs doing that, aren't you? So I. No, I think that must be fake. Must be, gotta be fake.
0: You're wrong again. It's real, that one. And I do know actually someone who entered this event a few years ago. Uh, they'd been wanting to do it for years and they were really nervous. So I said, Look, don't worry. You've got this. You know what you're doing. Go out there and break a leg. Hey. <laughs> Funny enough, that didn't fill him with confidence. Anyway, next. Uh, the Twyford Toilet Flushing Championship. An event in Twyford organised by the popular bathroom suite manufacturer as a marketing event has become really popular over the last five years that even international participants have been entering. Competitors are timed flushing 20 toilets as quickly as possible.
1: It's not difficult, is it, flushing a toilet? You just have to first to flush down
0: on it yeah but they're in, they're uh, in a row and I don't know if the chains and if they're multiple um flush mechanisms whether it's push button whether yeah. it's like a, a handle whether it's a chain it, you know it could be different methods and so on but your time between it's, it's obviously you've got a sprint as well to do this but they have different um, categories they've got uh, male female categories they've got you know all sorts of different things
1: yeah I mean the, I, I, I haven't heard about it I think they get a lot of celebrities there mm. um, in fact one of the fastest in terms of doing this uh, particularly the old style pull down ones was uh, Diana Ross apparently she got an incredible chain
0: reaction hey! <laughs> very good that's just uh, a uh, that's, that's I mean come on fish thats that's just a bog standard joke
1: <laughs> uh, so now we'll, we'll not do not do toilet us not, <laughs> not do them uh, I I suppose it could be a, a metaphor for life for some people's lives in terms of how fast some of their things go down the toilet and yeah, <laughs> run around but I think I think because it's probably quite environmentally not good.
0: How would you plumb them in as well, surely?
1: Well so what he can do is with... I think
0: I think it I mean with it being Twyford, it's possibly at some sort of show show centre or something like that. Yeah. And I imagine um, that I imagine that for an event like that, the it like you say it'd be bad press if it was um if it was environmentally unfriendly. So I imagine it's all kind of intuition it kind of goes back exactly in circles it, yeah. possibly. I don't think obviously in that case they don't want people using the toilets properly. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, I'm gonna Yeah the, the I'm, competition
0: I'm, isn't it how quick can you take a dump and then flush all of these twenty toilets? Yeah. <laughs> well, it just recycles into the
1: next one and flush it down <laughs> then, uh, No, I'm gonna s I'm gonna say that's false. I think that's that's fake.
0: Well done, yeah. That's fake. Uh, you're right, that'd be a crap event. Um number eight pantomime dame olympics so this event is held in torquay annually it features people dressed as panto dames taking part in olympic style events including track and field events and events such as rowing cycling and rugby usually held in the summer months it acts an opportunity for panto dames to promote their upcoming winter's pantomime. okay
1: um is it true oh no it isn't now um <laughs>
0: did, did we tell
1: the joke a couple of weeks ago about the pantomime dames who marched to london we did
0: well i don't know if we told to, the yeah. joke but i remember the the, the story about it yeah
1: yeah, I, I I can't remember that. I, I know I've got oh, joke yeah, today, but I got. Oh yeah, because we
0: said <laughs> that it didn't work, so they just, they'd have to do it again, then, won't they? Yeah, well, that, that was a joke. <laughs> I, I can't remember whether we actually put it in the podcast or
1: not. Um, whether I remember to say it. Uh, Pantherman, Dame Olympics. I mean, that sort of stuff is popular, isn't it? I mean, there is like a mascot type Olympics. Now we talk about mascots quite a lot so, is, uh, on this yeah. podcast due to due to various reasons. Um, could pantomime, d- yeah, I think pantomime dames have got to do something when they're not appearing in pantos. So I think, yeah, this, this could be real. I think it's true. Well, but
0: they're not, they're not appearing in pantos, they're just spending the time getting ready for the pantos. I suppose so, yeah, <laughs> shaving the legs
1: and all that sort of stuff and yeah, doing the makeup really badly.
0: So you think this is real? I think, oh, yeah. No, I've made that one up. Um, it'd, be a, it'd be a nightmare, though. Just imagine the relay races with a crowd shouting, He's behind you! And they're going. No, they're not. No, they're not. They'd never get the fin the race for the- anyway. Next. Um. So the World Egg Throwing Championship. Various games feature at this event, including target throwing games, Russian egg ruler, egg relays, and a competition where teams have to construct an egg launching contraption. The main event, um, is the Egg Throwing Championship, which sees two-person teams throwing eggs to each other. The winning team will be the pair that can throw the egg at the, the furthest without dropping or breaking it.
1: Um. I. Could it could it be to promote farms and free range eggs and all that sort of stuff? Um, Again, it'd be a bit of a waste of eggs, so, though. It would, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not, uh, not not denying that. Um, I don't know. Is it true? Is it? Uh, is my mind getting a bit scrambled? I don't know. <laughs> I think I think this I think this is fairly plausible. Some of the events in there. Surely you think in terms of making a contraption to fire the eggs? It'd be good just to get one of those face masks that everyone's wearing now. Oh yeah, and just fling them straight back and bang. And <laughs> I think that might might work okay. But I think that particularly having team events where you throw the eggs to each other, I think that's I think that's potentially true, so I'm going to say that's that's genuine, so I think that's yeah, I think that's true. Well done.
0: Uh, I do know someone who went to this event as well actually as a spectator, and I warned them um, that they probably need to wear something suitable like a hat cagoule, but you know they didn't listen to me. they were saying, "Oh, I'll be all right, and of course, they ended up with egg on the face. Um, next then, the world Coal Carrying championships, okay. This event takes place in Gawthorpe, near Osset. I if you've ever been there before, not too far away from here, and consists of men and women carrying big bags of coal a distance of over a thousand meters. And there's also a children's race, which is 150 meters. You'd have thought children would be well up for this. I mean, because that's keeping the old mining traditions. You'd have
1: kids working near the mine, didn't they? So yeah. they are, um, should have to do the proper work. Um...
0: Now they're not allowed to. They're not allowed to get involved in the thousand meter races because they're only miners. Hey. Uh, ah, where was it held again? Did you say? Sorry. It was held in Gawthorpe near Osset
1: oh, That's a massive, You'd expect it to be in a massive former mining area, which it does sound like a former mining area, but I can't particularly place it off the top of my head. Coal carrying. I mean, it's again, it is quite popular that sort of stuff. I mean, I think isn't there a place in Lancashire that does sort of a, a black pudding flinging competition and all that sort of stuff? So, and the, there's a chocolate festival in certain places and. Burnley have a thing where you dress up as Nazis or, or whatever, actually that might not be true um, but they have some kind of World War II thing, Things. So these, these things are popular, particularly in the north of England, perhaps a little bit more so coal carrying, but I think no, I think that's false, I don't think it's I don't think that's true, false, false
0: No Again, it's a real one, that one, Fisher. Sure. Um, so, yeah, this, this takes place in Gawthorpe each year, but obviously cancelled this year due to COVID. Um, I used to go out with a girl, actually, who took part in this event. Um, I, think, I, think, I think that's quite implausible, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I used to go out with a girl uh, who used to compete in this event, but we uh, fell out over a minor incident, and uh, she gave me the cold shoulder. Hey. Okay. Next, then, UK Tickling Championships in Nuneaton every year competitors turn up to take part in tickling events. The main event is similar to that of Olympic wrestling where you've got to successfully tickle your opponent out of the circle to win. There are also events for those who claim they have with- who claim they can withstand tickling and avoid laughing for the longest where spectators are allowed to join in with feathers, uh, tickling sticks to try and make the competitors laugh. Tickling sticks. Um... Does it uh, tickle your fancy? It does a little bit. I was, I was thinking that tick- obviously tickling
1: sticks was uh, Ken Dodd's old thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I was thinking maybe just Liverpool is the most heavily infected um, place in the UK, I think, in terms of COVID infections, and that was the first place to go into tier three restrictions. Um, and obviously, they need to ensure they maintain social distancing. So, so I was thinking, obviously, they're doing the mass testing now yeah. in Liverpool, aren't they? Uh, the first place to get kind of mass testing. Anyone wants a test can get a test in Liverpool, irrespective of if you've got symptoms or not. But I thought to maintain Does... social distancing. Yeah. Carry on. Sorry. No, I was going to say, why don't they give everyone sort of a two-metre-long Ken Dodd-style tickling stick? And make sure that they can use that to keep apart in Liverpool. That would be perfect for it the would. particular location. We
0: did mention it. Uh, one of our earlier uh, spoof adverts on this podcast was about um, was about poking social distancing sticks, yeah. and I think they've become a, a more popular thing now, haven't they? Even uh, though we no, joked I don't about there, it. I don't know. Oh.
1: I don't anyone uses one. Or, or the joke <laughs> itself for us. No, I, I don't know product.
0: if I've seen a few things like that mentioned or suggested. All right. so. uh, well, well done. Well done on being ahead of the time. So what, what do you think then? Yes or no for tickling event. Is it real? Or is it... What's the difference between a tickle and a sort of a, an assault? Um, <laughs>
1: uh, if John Leslie is watching this, like uh, we mentioned earlier on, he might be able to uh, throw a bit of light on that particular thing. So I think, no, I don't think that's true. I think it's too difficult to actually tickle someone and it,
0: it, keeping the rules of tickling. So I think it's false for that reason. Well done, you are correct. It's not real, completely made up. Uh, but actually, tickling itself—if you Google it—there are like in, there's like professional ticklers and stuff like that um, abroad, elsewhere, where they've kind of got these weird things that they do. It's a bit hard to explain anyway, but have a look at it. Um, but I used to go out with a professional tickler. Um, I did another girlfriend of mine. Uh, yep. She dumped me though. She Said I wasn't sensitive enough. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Next, and the last one, World Custard Pie Championship. Takes place in Maidstone, Kent. Uh, the rules are simple. The teams are four. Uh, for, the teams are for a drone against each other and score points depending on uh, where their f- thrown pie hits a member of the opposing team. Every player must throw their, with their left hand, which I think sounds a bit unfair. Um, if you are left-handed already, <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Um, a full six points for a pie in the face, three points for one on the shoulder, um, and one point for on any other part of the body. A player who misses three times has points deducted.
1: Really? I think, as you say, it's quite unfair that you have to throw it left-handed. So, particularly mm. if, you're, if you're left-handed, you've got a bit of an advantage there. Uh, custard pie-throwing, it's a, it's a, it sounds very British, that, doesn't it? Custard pie-throwing. I mean, I imagine that's the kind of thing that we'd be well up for. So, I think that even if it is in Kent, which is maybe a bit more sensible up here, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say that's true. could be true. You can say it's true? Yeah.
0: Well done. You got the last one correct um That is real, yeah. So there you go. And there's just some events um that were cancelled due to COVID-19, and some others that I'd completely made up. um But I probably could do this feature again, maybe in a few weeks' time, but look at more international events as well, ones that have been cancelled in other places around the world. But, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. How did you find that one, Fisher? Oh, very good. Thank you very much, Jimbo. Fantastic. I'm glad the waste of web Space podcast hasn't been cancelled throughout this. <laughs> no worries. Well, we, we, we've kept going, and uh, we'll, we'll continue to do so for as long as we can. Uh, now, though, a word from our sponsors. Do you suffer from election problems or electile dysfunction? Did you win an election by miles but they carried on counting everyone's votes? Do you believe that all votes shouldn't be counted if it means you're going to lose? Was your horse winning at the races but then it lost so you should probably win because your horse was winning for a while? Was you winning at Monopoly but then someone else got more hotels than you? Or people didn't want to stay at your shitty hotels anyway so now you're losing? Was you winning at golf? but then you got distracted by the election news, so you probably ended up losing, but you should probably be entitled to win anyway. Have you had the winner takes it all on repeat by ABBA for the last five days, which means you should probably win, even if you lost? Then call us at sawloserslosing.com and we'll hook you up with a specialist. Without authority or the legal ability, we will take your court case straight to the Supreme Court, or we will at least say we are. On to the news then, and uh, just once again, it's worth pointing out that it's Remembrance Sunday, uh, so we are thinking of those today—past, um, present, future, of course—and um, I've got my poppy. Well, ho- hopefully not future. Not, not hopefully not future, but yeah. there's are on- ongoing uh, things around the world, aren't there? So that kind of. Thing. But there you go. That's that's from Ada, who made me this at nursery. Remember, on Fraser, I do updates from us. Thank Give her a shout, aren't we? you're doing well she, she even says thank you at the end
1: of it Thank you us for listen to
0: us yeah yeah. she's, she's, she's she'd probably doing a bit better nowadays as well because that's probably about six months ago so yeah,
1: get, get, get recording another one See if she yeah. can do it in an impression maybe like I sometimes she, do she
0: does feature on the Ailin Audio podcast though um, every now is and she, again so yeah she, you know getting her ready to replace you on the Waste of Webspace podcast eventually I'm
1: going to be on the Ailin Audio podcast <laughs> next week so I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> okay it doesn't matter but anyway get me an air on that that's
0: remembering Sunday anyway yeah
1: um Obviously, we we talked a lot about Remembrance Sunday, um, but during the wars, we stood up to these fascist right-wing dictators, but I don't want to talk about that anymore.
0: Should we talk about Donald Trump? Yeah, let's talk about him, shall we? Yeah, Uh, He was up
1: for election this week, um, (laughs) and he either won or lost, depending on who you listen to. He lost if you consider who voted for him and who didn't vote for him. It turns out more people didn't vote for him than did vote for him, but nonetheless, he claimed it was in the lead at one point and therefore had won. <laughs> so he
0: he claimed victory. Even even a matter of hours ago, he was saying, I won this election by miles, wasn't he? Uh,
1: by a lot. In, in, he tweets in capital letters. I mean, I think he meant, did he mention earlier in the podcast that um, they might have to take him kicking and screaming out of the White House? He, he's, to he, which. Yeah, go on. No, to Twitch. my answer is, yeah, please. <laughs> It would be great to watch. If he was there, just sort of saying, I don't want, I I don't want to leave, I don't want to leave, and yeah, the two big men sort of just walking him out of there. Oh, brilliant, it's fantastic TV, better than The Apprentice and he was on. That rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, and, he, and I he... suppose collectively the American public did say to him, "You're fired." It's it's
0: funny in it because he he in the past has has complained about the electoral system in America, um, yeah. and how it works, but he actually won the last election based on a system that he didn't agree with, didn't he? I think it was.
1: Uh, well, more people voted last time for Hillary Clinton than voted for him. Yeah. And he still won. Yeah. Um, which, to me, shows a probably slightly flawed system, but there you go. That's the way it is. I mean,
0: as isn't perfect. But this time, it's been the case that it's, it's almost like he's, he didn't get as many votes either, did he, as what yeah. Biden did, as far as I'm aware. And this time he's lost. And this time yeah. he's lost, and he's still not happy with that either.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's worth actually pointing out within this that Donald Trump did outperform the opinion poll um, and did actually do pretty well. I mean, when it came to looking at the state, I mean, he, he held Virginia, he held Georgia, he held Dakota, he held Carolina, uh, but then he was kicked out of the strip club. <laughs> um, but when, when it when it, when, it, when, it, when it came to actually how well he did, he actually did better than the poll suggested um, and actually has done quite well. And for someone who isn't a politician, he's got a hell of a lot of votes. And I think, as he quite rightly tweeted, He got more votes than any sitting president ever has done in the past with about 71 million. The slight problem was that Joe Biden got 74 million, which is more (laughs) than Trump and therefore won. Still Uh, fails to understand how an election works. Yeah, I mean, and and credit given as well to Biden, who 74 million votes, he got more votes than George Washington, than Thomas Jefferson, than John Adams, than Abraham Lincoln. And then a lot of other people who went to Squid as well. <laughs> which is quite a quite a large amount. So. Yeah, I mean,
0: I got a bit confused the other day when it, when it uh, when it said something about uh, Joe Biden approaching hundred and seventy, and I was a bit <laughs> like, oh, that's, is he really that old? He <laughs> doesn't look a day uh, over two hundred and thirty five, does he?
1: He doesn't. Um, and to be fair, the Democrats put him up, uh, and, and Trump said, even the Democrats, yeah. They are ruining, They're even. They've even named democracy after them, the Democrats. Hey, what's all that about? <laughs> they, they got, And yeah, it's. It was up there to basically win the election for the Democrats, and he's done that. Yeah. So How long he lasts, I don't know. He's potentially got four years, or he might be there till the end of his life. We don't know which is would have gone faster. I, I said- it is a mystery. But,
0: there's a yeah, lot. Well, there's a lot of people who will continue to praise Trump and be loyal, massively loyal Trump supporters and possibly even go as far as saying he's one of the greatest presidents of all time. Now, for comedy value and for, for, for the people like us who do podcasts, he's, he, that's certainly true. But in terms of actually being an American president, um, not really, because he's, he's like one of very few presidents to only sit one term and also be impeached in the same time as well during that one yeah. term.
1: Yeah, I mean, he looks like a peach. He's been impeached. I mean, it's, it's all...
0: Uh, to be fair, I have actually got a quiz about American presidents, so maybe you can reverse, oh. re- reserve
1: your judgment on Trump until you've heard about what some of the other ones did. Well, but we'll sh- shall we we'll
0: Shall we move on then um, to our next... Well, the, the next bits of news, which is... Um, I think I saw that the, the Queen's been in the news, hasn't she? She's been reunited um, with Prince Philip, and... Oh,
1: really? Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that if Elizabeth II is watching. Um, no, it's time... Tough enough without you having to spend time with uh, with Prince Philip. I, <laughs> well, I, I thought we, I thought we'd moved away from talking about really old racist anyway.
0: <laughs> I just I just need to point out that obviously if they've been reunited then they've been obviously in separate households so got to be quite strict hmm. on the you know sex rules as well there just to just to make that clear yeah. for for uh, I shouldn't be saying that probably should I? off of my head no. anyway. Um uh, well, actually, they
1: can have sex, but just as long as it's outside. Yeah,
0: <laughs> true. Thank you. I, think it's, I think, <laughs> think it's the rules. That'd be a sight. Yeah. Uh, you have to get yeah. the corgis out of the way. Um, Prince William, um, also, he's been in the news because he he apparently had coronavirus, but kept it secret so not to worry everybody. Oh. I'm, I'm so real. I mean, I'd have, been, it, yeah. I'd have been in pure panic if I'd have found out he'd have got coronavirus. Would you? <laughs> oh yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, what if his what if his fingers turned to sausages like his dad? <laughs> I mean,
1: who, who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean what, what would what we have done? Uh, it was revealed that it it found out that he had coronavirus. You're, you're breaking um, up a little bit for Maybe it all just found out All oh, right, sorry, Jimba. But yeah, yeah, he found out that he found out that in April he'd had coronavirus. Yep. Um, apparently he got a notification from the track and trace app uh in,
0: in September at the time and, <laughs> yeah. Well, never mind. Um on to the next bit of news then. So we do want to talk about uh, well, free school meals, we've mentioned it a couple of times in our previous episodes. Uh, Marcus Rashford, of course, uh, heading the campaign and a lot of sort of councils and businesses and smaller organisations and mini business, small businesses and things like that around the country kind of been getting together basically to say, you know what, we don't care what the government says. We're, we're going to support this free school meals thing anyway and do what we can in our communities um, because the government's obviously not going to help us out. Well, there's been a very quiet U-turn, hasn't there, hasn't there again? Um, in, oh, in the man, last... Have I ruined your joke?
1: Yeah, I was just about to say, I was about to say, you know what, Jimbo? I agree with what Boris Johnson said now i thought about it. I think the government is doing enough, and their method of doing it by pouring more money into universal credit is actually a good thing. And my opinion has changed. I'm going to stick with what the government said. They shouldn't just bow to popular pressure and do what Marcus Rashford is telling them. They should stick to the guns. The RMPs who we've voted for and we've elected have stood up and said, this is the way we're going to do things. Boris Johnson has demonstrated his strong, stable leadership and said, this is the way we're going to do it and we're going to stick to that. And I back him 100%. But yeah, but unfortunately, he's done a
0: U-turn. there's no, another U-turn, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Never mind. Eh? It just, just it's not really been a report, has it? Because he just so happens to have announced it just at the same time that Joe Biden uh, got made oh, yeah. president of the United States. I mean, what's... What
0: are the chances of that? Yeah, very very, um, very quietly done again. But, I mean, does it make it all those MPs now who backed it look a bit stupid? You know, like the one that we mentioned, uh, our very own MP, Miriam Cates, who decided she wanted to justify it by saying, well, I, I think there's a bigger issue with child poverty, one that needs to be approached in a different way. A longer-term strategy is needed. Um, so therefore, she voted against a shorter-term strategy to make sure that those um, children who, who need to be um, fed over the sort of holidays and Christmas and so on... Um, um, could get it. She voted against that. But now her own party, the one that she constantly toes the line for, have again done a U-turn on that. So what does it make those MPs look like now? Does that mean they Salt were wrong? down the
1: river, that's what it makes them look like. Yeah. Um, and I, I do sort of feel a bit sorry for some of the MPs almost who probably personally maybe disagree with the stance that originally was being taken. Uh, but they were told to take it anyway and it's been uh, U-turned back around. Uh, so yeah, it's ultimately a very good result. It means a lot of people ultimately won't go hungry uh, during the school holidays as I, I think as we've said before it seems a very strange way of doing things that we are prepared to uh, feed children but only when they're in school and not bother when they're not at school um yeah we're happy to ensure these children don't go hungry uh but only for 39 weeks of the year or whatever it is <laughs> so i think i think ultimately the result is probably probably the right one i'm sure there are people out there who uh will be getting the benefit that maybe don't need it and it's not necessarily always ensuring that the Uh, people who need it most are getting it. Uh, But I think that's a very difficult thing to do at times. Uh, It's a bit like, we're we're wearing our poppies today, aren't we, Jim? Well, I'm wearing my poppy, and you you sometimes hold up your poppy. And that's not to say that we think that every single soldier that's ever represented the UK Armed Forces uh, was a good one. But nonetheless, the vast majority were. And uh, once again, we'll do what we can to, uh, to celebrate none of that. And it's similar in school meals that the vast majority of people who will be benefiting from this really are people who do need it.
0: And uh, do you want to move on to some, some lighter news stories now, then, I think? Now we've covered the, uh, the school dinners, Boris and the Queen and the Royal Family, updates for coronavirus. What about... What about? Uh, in, in... I'm, I'm,
1: not, I'm not bothered about talking about any lighter news stories unless it involves <laughs> a tram in Rotterdam <laughs> that crashed off the end of a track and balanced on the top of a, uh, a whale. How did uh, that even the happen? The of a whale platform. It's mad, isn't it? Uh, it's a very strange. Do you think they built it with that in mind? If the, if the, tra- if the tram crashes off the end of the track then it'll just balance on this whale's fin it's just
0: statue that we've got at the end of the it's thing. It's just yeah, it's just a, a ornamental whale tail, isn't it? And there's two and it, it managed to land on one of them. But perfectly it's just it's almost like it's just been designed perfectly to stop a train from, from going over the top almost, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, thankfully nobody was hurt. I mean passengers were heard wailing. Um <laughs> but um, everyone's okay apparently. Um I think the train driver got taken to to be checked out at uh, hospital and stuff, but you he think he's he's fine, so
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I think I don't think, I don't think there are actually any passengers on it. To be fair. I think mm. it was just the driver, and I don't quite know why he drove straight through the crash barrier. Um, yeah. Maybe just test it out. Maybe thought, hey, what, I wonder if we can land. I wonder if we can park this train on the end of that whale. Um,
0: <laughs> it turned out that it was... It's fast. Have you ever been to? He maybe maybe he thought it was a whale way. Hey, I, I, if you, you've only been to Amsterdam once, I think haven't you? I have, yeah.
1: Um, mm-hmm. You have to kind of get. You, if you thing. go
0: on the ferry, you have to go through Rotterdam through part of Rotterdam, don't you? Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah it was sorry yeah it was in Rotterdam, not Amsterdam. I've been yeah. to Amsterdam sort of three or four times, I think, o- yeah. over the years. Very, very nice place to go. I've got a friend who lived there, who got married there last year. I suppose it, it uh, could have
0: been it could have been Rotterdam, but then again it could have been Liverpool or Rome. Um <laughs> maybe we need to check that news story. <laughs> yeah. And just double check. Um anyway, um but back to news in this country. Uh, did you see the pranksters in Swindon who'd broke into a old Deben closed down Debenhams store? and had arranged um some um mannequins, old mannequins in the shop window into sex positions so that people walking past through the high street could see these mannequins in sex positions posed in the window. So they, they had to basically go in and, and put screens up so that it wasn't it didn't carry on happening so people couldn't see through the windows, and, um, which I found quite amusing. Um, I mean, you know, they they were just, the pranksters were just having a bit of fun. They certainly turned a few heads um, of passers-by and, and the mannequins as well. Um, and they said they just did it for Swindon Town Centre, really. It was just a, a display of affection. Um, yeah. But yeah,
1: I think they should give. I think they should really give these people a big hand because uh, one uh, at <laughs> the wrist have been amputated. So they just need to throw it back on, really. Um, so well, yeah, it's it's hard.
0: It's, it's difficult to blame the, the mannequins because you know they are they are known for being model citizens in Swindon Town Centre. <laughs> so uh, it's it's not fair to blame them. I don't think either.
1: So there we go. Uh, is is there anything else on the news, or can we, should not, we move on? Not
0: really. I think we'll move on. The last thing I was going to talk about, which I won't mention, really, apart from the headline, which is a police officer uh, raiding a legal cockfight got killed by a cock or a rooster. <laughs> um, but uh, I think we'll just leave it as a headline, because it sounds quite amusing enough, and if people want to go and re- Obviously, it's unfortunate for the police officer, but uh, an unusual one at the same time. But if you want to have a, a look into that, then, uh, yeah, have a look. You can uh, Google that one for yourself. Are we moving on? Yeah, let's move on. So, welcome back. <laughs> I don't know if you caught what happened there, Fisher. Uh it sounded like a phone rang though. <laughs> I ringing. It, it, yeah, it it was uh it, it was my mum. Um why she 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 sometimes listens, so why she or watches this live. So why she would um basically get in touch mid podcast, I'm not sure. But anyway, I might have to put myself in uh, in airplay mode mode or something like that, so
1: is it just the usual one where she wants to try and point out factual inaccuracy within <laughs> the podcast? She decides to ring you up and tell you about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> go on then,
1: Fisher. You you go with it. While okay. I tell her not to phone me back. All right. Well, I'm, I'm assuming you're not ringing her back. <laughs> no. So that's the joys of uh, having your iPhone and iPad all connected up and playing the sounds. So I've uh, I've done a done a quiz about U.S. presidents. Obviously, we've all seen the news about uh, Donald Trump and uh, and Joe Biden. And Joe Biden has obviously been elected. Uh, to be fair, he's done a good job of. Biden, his time. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I think as, as someone else did a joke as well, you know, Trump said, uh, you know, I'm leaving the White House, and Joe Biden said, Biden. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I thought I would do a quiz about the various things that have happened to US presidents over the years, because there has been. Do you know how many presidents there
0: have been? Uh, Biden is the 46th, isn't he? And uh, yes. Yes, is that right? And I think, um, and I, this is only because I'm, I'm I'm getting quite good at this, because I was watching a film last night, you mm-hmm. see, I was watching uh, uh, The Irishman, I don't know if you've seen that film before, it's a long film, uh, so much so that uh, I, no, haven't, I, haven't. F- I haven't finished it, uh, features Robert De Niro, Joe Pesky I think's in it, quite a few of the, the oldies anyway, the one that kind of Eric and sort of background, um, really good um, so far. And I found out that Kennedy, or remember that Kennedy, President Kennedy, was the 36th president. All right. So that's oh, kind well of, so I might have a, based on that, I'm going to, that might be useful maybe or not in this round. I'm not sure. We'll find out.
1: Uh, well, we will, we, we will find out. We'll find out. Um, question one. Uh, John F. Kennedy was which president of the United States? <laughs> 35th or 36th? <sighs> uh, Very funny. Yes, very good. Uh, well, actually, as, as I say, it's interesting that Joe Biden is the 46th president. However, the question I asked was how many other people have been president before, and it's only... It will be the 45th person to become president, because Grover Cleveland uh, was president twice in non-consecutive terms. So, Grover Cleveland is listed as both the 22nd and 24th president of America. Right, okay. Despite the fact that he is the same person. Uh, I'm just checking on Kennedy. He is... <laughs> He's actually thirty fifth president of, not thirty sixth, but yeah, never mind. You, you tried your best. Mm-hmm. Uh so Oh so he wasn't, anyway. so I got it wrong. So yeah, you were wrong in the first what, place. What
0: yeah. what 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 number was he? Thirty five. Oh. Are you sure? Cool. Yeah, I've got, yeah,
1: I've got it i in front of me. Never mind. Dwight Eisenhower thirty four, President uh, President Kennedy thirty five, Libby Johnson thirty six. But anyway, back on to
0: back on to the actual Oh call. yeah. I know why I've got it wrong now. Never mind. Obviously <laughs> I wasn't paying we enough pay attention. attention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what did the second U.S. President, John
1: Adams, and the third U.S. President, Thomas Jefferson, do on the 4th of July, 1826, the 50th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence? Is it they performed in a play in Washington called The Life of a President, which was a satire about, being li- about living in the White House? Or they both died? On the same day? On the same day. That was exactly 50 years after the signing of the Declaration of Independence.
0: And these were obviously
1: retired, obviously. Uh, yeah, both former presidents, they both uh, they both finished uh, quite some time before. I, and
0: I'm sure I remember some something about a play that featured some of the presidents, and it was it was kind of a bit of a, a jokey sort of thing. Um, but I, I I don't know if it's I don't know if you put that that in there to throw me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the unusual one that they both happened to die on the same day.
1: Uh, which also happened to be 50 years after the signing of the Declaration of Independence that Presidents two and three of America died on the on that day. Yes. Yeah, you'd be right. Well done. Um so about three presidents have apparently died on Independence Day. That's mad. Uh, and only one of them has been born. It's quite a lot, really. I mean there's only been forty so yeah. forty six presidents, Joe Biden. Um Joe Biden obviously died a few years ago. Um, <laughs> not on Independence Day. So for, out of the I think is there there's not many presidents that still living, is there? There's um Biden, obviously, we think. Trump, Obama um Obama. Bush clinton george w bush and jimmy carter i think still alive um do you know by the way that uh, bill clinton is younger than both donald trump and joe biden and he was elected 28 years ago that's
0: mad isn't it yeah it's quite quite interesting fact i thought
1: um so six presidents still alive 40 of them have died and three of them have died on independence day which is quite uh, quite unlikely odds you would have thought so yeah they both died Uh, apparently john adams was the second president thomas jefferson was john adams as vice president uh They both, they fell out later on, um, as political allegiance has changed, as things went on. But John Adams, on his deathbed, apparently said, I can't believe Thomas Jefferson has outlived me. Uh, Not realising that apparently Thomas Jefferson died about two hours before him. All right. (laughs) So, there we go. Next up, ninth president, William Henry Harrison. What do you do at his inauguration? Is it he didn't wear a coat, leading to him to catch pneumonia and died less than a month later? Or... He fell over, breaking his leg. The injury was operated on, went septic, and his leg was amputated a few weeks later. So this would have been while he was president, then. Uh, while he was president, yeah. So this uh, the the whole thing centers around something.
0: What and um, what was his name again?
1: Happened at his inauguration. Um, his inauguration wasn't that well attended because obviously the most popular inauguration happened in January 2017 when someone called President Trump was inaugurated. It was the most well attended event ever.
0: Is that according to him, or is that the uh, truth?
1: Uh, that's according to him. Photographic oh, right, okay. evidence of his inauguration and Barack Obama's were very, very different. but uh, <laughs> Told a very different story. So ninth president William Henry Harrison. What happened his inauguration? He didn't wear a coat, leading to him to catch pneumonia, and he died less than a month later. Or he fell over, broke his leg, the injury was operated on, went septic, and his leg was amputated a few weeks later.
0: So was there a president who had one leg? Basically, is the is a is a thing as well. Um, I, I think it. I think it might be the first one because I think I have looked in the past. Um, I don't know why, but how many presidents were either killed or died while in office? And I know that there was a few early, you know, in the early days, uh, in, you know, a lot further, but not a lot earlier on in history. So I'm going to go with the first one.
1: First one, they didn't work out and got pneumonia? Yeah. Correct. Well done. <clears throat> well done. Congratulations. Um, next up, 10th president, John Tyler. How was it described by the New York Times when he died? Was it the most unpopular public man that has ever held office in the United States? Um, Obviously, correct at the time of printing. (laughs) Or, was it the most corrupt president to grace our fine nation? Obviously, correct at the time of printing. (laughs) Correct. So, oh. Was he the most unpopular man that has ever held office in the United States or the most corrupt president to grace our fine nation? I mean,
0: at least if that paper's still going, they they haven't had to do much um, much work, have they? <laughs> they've, they've just been able to sort of recycle their old uh, news stories or headlines. Um, well, I suppose... Pr- print,
1: print out the one from 1856
0: again. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> but this is on the death of that president, is that right? Uh, that is on the death of uh, So both not particularly nice things to say in an obituary.
1: Uh, yes, indeed. Obviously, I'm assuming it wasn't a particularly very popular bloke. But...
0: Let's go with the second one this time, the corruption. The, m-
1: the most corrupt presence grace of our nation. No, that's wrong, unfortunately.
0: They, they, they had no idea what was to call. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, to be fair, actually reading some of the stuff about some of the previous presidents of America, um, there is quite a lot of strange things that have happened now, so maybe, maybe we have been lucky. In the past, sort of thirty or forty years, Trump aside, I mean, remember years ago when everyone used to tease George Bush about being, George W. Bush about being stupid.
0: Yeah, yeah. You no, know, any <laughs> Trump in that respect. No. I mean, some of the things he comes out with. I mean, uh, you know, this this is uh, speaking early as well because obviously there, there, there are potential things that uh, could 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 shed light on other president presidential terms that might come out mm. later on. in in, uh, in the news and so on. Who knows what what might happen? You never know. (laughs) I would quite like this
1: election to to end with,
0: you know, they've not counted
1: all the votes yet. I'd love it if Trump actually got himself into a position where he won. (laughs) However, because he's taken legal action to force recounts, he recounted it and it turned out that Biden had actually got more votes. (laughs) So he ends up winning because Trump forced the recount. That's what I'd like to happen. But I I don't think that is going to happen, unfortunately. So next up, 16th President Abraham Lincoln what did he do a few hours before he died? Was it open Washington, D.C.'s first
0: police station or create the Secret Service? Um, well, it'd be interesting if it was create the Secret Service because had he created it a little bit earlier, perhaps he would have um, survived. Not been killed at the theatre. Not, not yeah. been killed at the theatre. So so you're saying that a few hours before he was either at the theatre, he was either at a police station opening it again, which, you know, if again, if the police station had been open earlier... Yeah. Who knows, he might not have be been sat there having cakes and champagne or whatever. Um, and then he went to the theatre, and then mm-hmm. he was shocked, wasn't he? So, yeah. um, let's yeah. go. Or, or,
1: or was it Or was it option three, he said, nah, I don't need a bulletproof vest, I'm fine.
0: <laughs> or option four, someone said to him, just hold this bumper for, for a few minutes, Abraham." I'm going to go with the second one, and he created the secret service. Create right, the secret service, uh, you'll be correct, well done. Is that Apparently, kind of what's known as the? Is that is that still? A, is the Secret Service still a thing? Is it is it known as it, which? What is it known? Is it either the FBI or is?
1: Um... I, I believe the Secret Service is actually nowadays is actually responsible for protecting the president. And oh, that's, right. Okay. Uh, however, when he created the Secret, he signed an executive order to create Secret Service um, literally hours before he died. Uh, I think it was actually originally designed to uh, prevent money laundering uh, right. and, and that kind of uh, financial crime as opposed to actually protecting the president as it is used now apparently so next up 17th president uh, andrew johnson uh what are his academic credentials is it he was a founding member of mensa uh, the organization for people with high iqs or is it he's not actually that clever and had no formal education oh i
0: mean imagine a president who'd had no formal <laughs> education it was incredibly stupid again this could be one of these that uh, that looks that makes trump look actually uh not too bad, I'm guessing maybe. Um, but what? Yeah. How was he as a, as a president, Andrew Johnson? And what 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 kind of his ra- what kind of rating did he?
1: Oh well, he was
0: incredibly clever. Oh, <laughs> um,
1: I I don't know. I I know very little about him other than that his name's Andrew Johnson, is uh, 17th president of America, so, and he appeared on a list of interesting facts of things about presidents. So he was he was after Abraham Lincoln, is that right? Uh, he was the one after Abraham Lincoln, yes.
0: And I, and I reckon in those days. Um, I mean, obviously, education wasn't probably as accessible. But I reckon that the elite at the top, who would have been in control of you know countries and politics and stuff like that, they would have had 2nd in commands ready to go, who might have had quite a decent education and so on. So I'm going to say the I'm going to say that actually he was he was really clever.
1: Uh, you're wrong. He actually yeah you know, he actually had no formal education. His wife him white, uh, read and write. Um, I think at a young age, his mum forced him and his brothers to basically start working and not go to school. Um, but he managed to work his way up to president. Uh, I assume he assumed presidency upon Abraham Lincoln being shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it was him that shot him just to make sure he got you, the job.
0: You never know. His friend might have tampered with his um, his uh, science experiment and uh, set him on fire or something like that.
1: Could have done, yeah. could, have been the, could have dampened his enthusiasm for education all the way along so the So you could be Prime yeah. Minister one day, Fisher? I think that's very unlikely. He didn't go to a good enough school or university. You didn't go to Eton. I didn't go to Eton, no, unfortunately not. Um, what did, next up, what did lavish 21st President Chester Arthur do every single day? Is it have fresh flowers ordered and they were placed in front of the portrait of his deceased wife? Or have a violinist play the national anthem every morning as he entered the Oval Office? And what, who is this, sorry? This is the 21st President, Chester Arthur.
0: Hmm. Do, do, do you have any details of whether they were Republican or Democrat? Um, I can find those out,
1: yes, if you'd bear with me one moment. What number was he? 21st, did I say? Did you say chess- Chester A. Arthur? He, Chester A. Arthur, he's a Republican. Um, he, had, he was originally vice president James Garfield, and he was president from 1981 to, sorry, 1881 to 1885.
0: I'm going to say, then, that he, he played the national anthem, got, the, got a vinyl in his, played the national anthem every time he walked into the Oval Office every morning, whatever it were.
1: Uh, you'll be incorrect, unfortunately. He has powers. Uh, next up, uh, 26th president, Theodore Roosevelt. What happened after he was shot in 1912? Is it he took the time to tell people not to be too angry with a shooter, He was probably a misguided young man? Um, like, obviously, a lot of presidents, they uh, refer to white shooters as being mentally ill. Um, or... Did he continue to give his planned speech before going to hospital? Ooh, uh, and what was Roosevelt? Roosevelt, was, Theodore Roosevelt, was the twenty-sixth president, and I believe the Teddy is named after him. Is that right?
0: And was he was he Democrat? Uh, was he Democrat or Republican? Theodore Roosevelt was a Republican as well. Okay, interesting. Uh, I'm going to say then, who was the one who who? Uh, Agreed to the bombing of Hiroshima, or sort of gave the command. Uh, Hiroshima that was it, it was, would be uh, Pearl the Hobbit.
1: person who was in charge during World War Two. That was, was Franklin D. Roosevelt. I Think not sure. Who was in charge, charge, charge during World War Two. Yeah, I think Franklin D. Roosevelt. Uh, oh, actually, uh, actually, it was probably Harry, SS, Harry S. Truman who took mm-hmm. out over toward the end of World War Two.
0: Okay. I think. Uh, right. Let's go with. Let's go with the. What's, what's econ- that, that going to do with anything? I don't know. I just wondered. Just... All right. Uh, is is it is it, uh, is it the one that he continued his speech? Uh, he con- yes, you, you're right. He continued his speech. Just as I expect you to continue this podcast, should should uh, you get shot, or should your mother try to phone about a coat that she's seen yep. in Asda for your three-year-old daughter? You should carry on right. the podcast. It's more important. Okay.
1: Well, it's it's a good job that uh, you know it's getting it, our podcast potentially is getting stopped for such important issues. I mean. I would have thought, I don't know for certain, but I think your daughter has already got a coat, or has she not?
0: She's got a coat, yeah. Has she no coat?
1: immediate danger to the uh, the warmth of the child. Yeah. Um, I mean, is Ada's coat waterproof? Should be. Because it can, she can get wet as well, so it's not just about how warm she is.
0: My mum used to wear, make me wear these coats, uh, wax jackets. They were horrible. They You oh, could right. hardly move. They just felt horrible, but they were really repellent to rain. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I, yeah. I dread thinking of the, those wax jackets. One of the worst things I've ever had to wear in my life, ever. I don't but mind serious, saying posh, that.
1: You're right, posh lad's jacket, that, a wax jacket.
0: Oh. It? He your
1: flat cap on, like, as well with <laughs> it. I think. Perfect for it. Um, so, I'd just have that just next to me, just in case. <laughs> never know, you know, might need your flat cap. Uh, so, yeah, there is a bit of truth, actually, in the false one there. Uh, because 25th President William McKinley was shot and took the time to tell people that the shooter was probably a misguided young man. Right, okay. Um, and he died, died slightly. Afterwards. Um, Who did? So next up, uh, William McKinley. Oh, right. It was uh, was a president. It was assassinated. So next up, 27th president and noted fatty, William Taff, was allegedly that fat that he once got stuck in a bathtub. Well, this is not true. (laughs) However, how did he once embarrass himself at a dinner in New Jersey? Is it it was at dinner and he had three chairs buckle under his weight? Or he had a bath and the water displaced from from him getting into the bath, dropped onto the floor, which then soaked through the ceiling and... Rained on diners who were in the room below.
0: So you're saying that he got in the bath. The bath broke basically, and then the water well, leaked through to people it, below.
1: Yeah, because it was that fat. Water came over the top of it. Was it, um, was it Archimedes, the uh, the Greek fella who got in the bath naked and realised that sort of as he got in the bath, the same amount of water spliced that's him getting in, and then ran through the streets naked, telling people about this. Is that right, or or imagine that? Is that that's when it was first discovered? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, right. Um, he, he, he noted that. I don't know what people thought before that. Yeah. It's a bit like Isaac, Isaac Newton discovering gravity. It's always been there. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, no one else had an apple for him, <laughs> I think. Like, What's all that about? Why did it just float away somewhere? Why is it that clever? Um, um, yeah. So, he either got in a bathtub, loads of water came out, and went on the floor, and it dripped through the ceiling, and covered some people
0: who were in the room below. Or an event, or he had three chairs buckle under his weight. Three chairs buckle under his weight, and they kept getting so, replaced. because it again. was rumoured about the bathtub... Getting getting stuck in the bathtub I reckon there's probably yeah. there's, th- that's where the confusion was and actually there was a story involving a bathtub um, so I reckon it's that one or
1: okay. oh, is it option 3 he once appeared in Last of the Summer Wine and went down the side <laughs> of the hill on a bathtub yeah. uh, you are right he, he was in a bathtub
0: uh, <laughs> of the that, was that before they started to build in um, overflow whole uh, things
1: I don't know really You'd have thought he would know how big he was and make sure he didn't <laughs> do that, but never mind. Surely when you get in the bath, you sort of standing it first and slowly lower yourself in as opposed to just jumping and letting all the water go everywhere. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Next up, Franklin D. Roosevelt was a 32nd president of America and quite an interesting fellow, it's fair to say. What is true about him? Is it he was paralysed from the waist down with limited mobility, but he underplayed it. When giving speeches, he had to hold the lectern with both hands to make sure he didn't fall over. Or he was practically blind. Being totally blind in one eye and over 50% blind in the other eye. He had to be led everywhere with an A describing what was happening to him.
0: Hmm. Um. Okay. So you were paralyzed from the waist down and he kind of tried to hide it and stand at the lectern and hold on tight and things like that. Or he was blind and he had to be sort of guided around and stuff like that. Let's go with the yeah. s- the first one. I think I'm going to go with the first one. So he, was practi- he was paralyzed yeah. and had limited of mobility. Uh, you'd be correct.
1: Well done. Uh, apparently there was a lot of effort made to make sure that no one ever really saw him turn up or leave an event. It was just kind of always there. Mm. And because obviously he has to have people close to him anyway, like security and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It would always kind of like be holding on to one of them. Um, but if he gave a speech, uh, sort of a lectern, he had to kind of like hold the hold the lectern with both hands. Although, which made it very difficult because he couldn't really sort of gesture and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so he managed to do that and sort of. I think people knew he struggled a bit for mobility but he kind of underplayed it quite a lot um so for example if he turned up somewhere by car he would make sure he, he got out around the corner and kind of walked around because it was very difficult for him to get in and out of a car for example apparently um in terms of him being blind i actually sort of stole this a little bit off it's fair to say for an episode of jonathan creek where um do you ever watch jonathan creek
0: yeah the uh, uh, the, the detective
1: yeah. program yeah where the jonathan creek i think is a magician's assistant and knows about how the Crimes take place now that how the tricks occur and whatever. And uh, I think there was a fashion designer on that who was blind, but um, he tried to not let anyone know that he was blind. Uh, and he instantly said, I I associated him with Franklin D. Roosevelt. I was paralysed and I knew about it. That's where I uh, I got my idea of that one from. So staying on Franklin D. Roosevelt, who did he marry? Did he marry Eleanor Roosevelt? They were distant cousins <laughs> and she was the niece of Theodore Roosevelt and didn't change the name when she got married. Or Eleanor Kennedy. She was the auntie of John F. Kennedy.
0: All oh, right. okay. Right. Um... So this would have been... So before Kennedy came Uh, into... Before Kennedy was shot, yeah. Yeah, so before he became president. Before he came
1: to power and was shot, yeah.
0: All right, then let's go with that one.
1: Anti of President Kennedy? Yep. Uh, No, he married Eleanor Roosevelt. She didn't change her name.
0: What from Roosevelt to Roosevelt?
1: Didn't change it from Roosevelt. Well, she
0: might change it from Roosevelt to Roosevelt, but no one noticed because it was the same <laughs> as what it was before. Yeah, I do um, know I do know somebody who, who did marry someone with the same surname but not related. Yeah. yeah
1: but, um someone called White and someone called Christmas got married this week. Uh, no. Did you not? Yeah. Yeah. Ha- they ended up with all vowels. And guess what it was? White Christmas. White Christmas, White Christmas <laughs> <I> mean, <yes. laughs> Um although they didn't get married on the twenty fifth of December. But they also did
0: interestingly get married um in a Roman bath. Right. That's where the Roman
1: baths were. Okay.
0: Uh, where were the Roman baths? Were they yeah. in... They weren't in um, Jerusalem or Bethlehem?
1: Uh, no, they got married in the UK. All right. Uh, they got married in the Roman baths in Bath.
0: All right, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> very unusual wedding,
1: apart from the name and the location. So next up, which is true about Franklin D. Roosevelt's wedding? Is it it was held on the 4th of July, as they wanted to show that the three of them in the marriage, Franklin, Eleanor, and the greatest nation in the world? Or it was held on the 17th of March, as they knew President Theodore Roosevelt would be able to give away his niece as he was in town for the St. Patrick's Day celebrations.
0: All right, okay. Well, presidents are very busy, so if they can kind of combine the schedules a little bit, then uh, that kind of makes sense. Um, <laughs> but I reckon it's, I reckon he might have been quite patri- uh, patriotic, so I'm going to go with the first one. On the 4th of July, makes sense, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. But you'd be wrong. Oh, Their wedding was held on the 4th of July, uh, sorry, on the 17th of March. Uh, they knew that President Theodore Roosevelt would be in town for St. Patrick's Day. Um obviously I think St. Patrick's Day is
0: quite popular in America, isn't it? Yeah, very popular well, in America. Well they have a yeah. lot of um yeah. sort of Ameri- um, Irish descendants, don't they and so on. Yeah, I think Kennedy's
1: were yeah. Irish or uh, Irish descent. I, I think Biden is as well, quite strong Irish roots, hasn't he? I believe. I think so, yeah.
0: Uh, so final final
1: question also on President Franklin D Roosevelt who um Led a relatively interesting life and there's quite a lot of uh, unusual bits about him, so I've got a few questions for him. And also, he he won four. He was elected four times, I think, wasn't he? Right. Okay. Ch- changed the I think changed rules after him just to make sure that he couldn't have a president for for longer than two terms because he won won four elections. Um. So at the time of his wife Eleanor's death, at Eleanor's death, what was true? Was it that their marriage lasted 74 years, which is not only the longest of any president and first lady, but was also one of the longest in American history? Or it was a serial adulterer. And he suspects of having affairs with
0: at least four other women. So the first one was, what again, sorry?
1: Uh, that their marriage lasted 74 years, which is not only the longest of any present and first lady, but also one of the longest in American history.
0: Or that uh, he effectively just shagged around all over the place. <laughs> I reckon it was the first one, and I think that might have been one of the reasons he could have been quite popular, because I think... Um you know, traditionalists and people who kind of, you know, like people just really like liked him as a person and, and all that kind of thing. And yeah, so let's go with that. Well, it makes sense because let's be honest, someone who's uh, practically paralysed from the waist down won't be able to uh, shag
1: around all over the place, would he? True. Except he would. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, is that? <laughs> I mean, if you look on his Wikipedia page, there is a, there is a section called marriage, family, and affairs. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, no, there's quite a lot of them here. Um, you know, it's
0: uh, maybe that's why he had so many votes and so many won so many elections. Maybe he just he'd, he'd, he'd been around that much that he'd, he'd managed to persuade everyone to vote for him.
1: Yeah, he had several extramarital affairs, including uh, his wife's social secretary, Lucy Mercer, who he who he hid in uh, 1914, and she found some correspondence in the luggage that indicate they're having an affair. Um, they actually they actually had a break up one point, and she moved out and moved to a New York City apartments. Um, he said he wouldn't have an affair but then he had another one uh, I can't quite remember who that was with, it doesn't say on here uh, one of his sons, Elliot, claimed that he'd had an affair with a 20 year old private secretary, Margaret Missy Lehand uh, another son, James, uh, said there was a real chance of a romantic relationship between his father and the crown prince uh, Pre- sorry, crown princess Martha of Norway All right, Okay. Uh, who, who resided in the warehouse for part of Second War II
0: no way, I don't believe uh, that
1: that's what, it says. that's what it says on the internet. So it must be true. Uh, age began to refer to it at the time as the president's girlfriend. Okay. So, yeah, there's a fair few women there who he uh, who got quite intimate with by the sounds of it, which, you know, makes Donald Trump maybe sound a little bit more palatable than some of the ones that have been going in the past. Brilliant. But, uh, but there we go. So that's uh, that, 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 was the, oh, sorry, that was the last question there, Jim, but I think you did quite well on that quiz. So yeah. well done.
0: Yeah, thank you very much. I feel like I've learned a lot more about uh, former American presidents as well. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how this next presidency presidency. Goes, shall we?
1: Yes, we did. Uh, actually, sorry, Fra- Franklin D. Roosevelt did actually comment on the allegations, and he said, "I did not
0: have sexual relations with that woman." <laughs> I think what we're going to have to do is, when uh, Trump actually is no longer official president, we will have to have some sort of like funeral for the times that uh, he has given us on the Waste of Web Space podcast and the features and the, uh, the 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 sort of jokes that he's given us and everything, and of course our special sound effects as well. Yeah, we might have to put, get, have a funeral for the sound effect or something. I'm sure he'll still be making noise long after he's president, though. So yeah,
1: hey, you can't make much noise when you're in jail, though, Jim. <laughs>
0: Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all we've got time for. Uh, it's been a long episode again, but never mind. Uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you very much for listening. Of course, uh, you can get in touch with us in usual ways. Just before we go, I thought I'd mention um, the... We did a bit of a poll, didn't we, on our Twitter account? Um, because, of course, it was Bonfire Night, Guy Fawkes Night, whatever, And we just I wanted to find out what people thought of um, what effigy they might have. As a guy folks, or an effigy to burn on bonfire night because there's um, I didn't mention this earlier in the feature actually that I did but um, is it Loses it who normally have this sort of bonfire festival each year. I yeah, said that they, right. they, they burn a baddie kind of thing, don't they? Yeah, yeah and in the Peace. in the past, it's been like uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg was there last year, got him on mm. the bench at Westminster and everything like that, and then they've done Boris Johnson, yeah. Theresa May. I think Bin Laden's been there in the past. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Trump had already been one as well, and various yeah. other famous people over the years, largely politicians. Um, but I was wondering uh, who, who might take that role this year. So the options were Boris Johnson, Keir Starmer. Um, I kind of added him in there because of the um, the kind of Uh, obviously he's now Labour leader but uh, obviously sort of what did he do he sort of suspended jeremy corbyn recently which has caused a bit of a stir hasn't it among uh, labor members and labor supporters and uh, you know some people agree some people don't uh then you've got dominic cummings of course for for his um barnard castle incident and basically all that yeah. kind of thing and then of course donald he, trump he, as well dominic,
1: dominic cummings unfortunately wasn't available to be burnt because he's pissed <laughs> off unfortunately
0: to uh to his dad's house uh but actually dominic dominic Cum, cummings took the took it took it home and took the the win and he got 55 percent of the vote. Uh, Boris Johnson closely behind on well not closely but behind on thirty six. Uh, Donald Trump on, uh, sorry Keir Starmer didn't get any votes. Uh, Donald Trump was on nine percent, but Donald Trump's got in touch. He said he, he wanted the vote to stop him when he was in the in the lead. Uh, yeah. he, he was in the lead at some point, so he should have won this vote as well. But uh, anyway,
1: yeah, Keir Starmer got no votes. Obviously, something they might get
0: used to in the future. Who knows? <laughs> um, but there we go. Yeah. So anyway. Thank you for listening. You can uh, check us out, Instagram, uh, webspace Facebook and Twitter, the same, WastedWebspace, WastedWebspace.co.uk if you want to look at his website. Plenty of ways to get in touch. If you want to shout out in the next episode or you want to get involved in any way, then please do. Thank you very much, Fisher.
1: Yep, thank you very much, Jimbo. Very good. We'll see you again next Sunday. I think we're probably moving back to weekly podcasts during lockdown, something to look forward to. So we will see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Goodbye.